Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. It's the LGBT Chat Podcast, a space for LGBTQ friends and allies to share personal stories, current events, and life endeavors. Hosted by Aida Ramirez. Hello, everybody. You're listening to the LGBT Chat Podcast. This is your host, Aida and Angel. Hey, Angel, what's going on? Hello. How are you? Your two favorite host and post podcast hosts. Um, So uh, if you guys don't know, we have new merchandise. Uh, Check out our website, the LGBT Chat. There's a lot of cool designs. We're thinking of other designs we can come up with. Uh, Any ideas or suggestions, let us know. And, um, yeah, we can always uh, accept any kind of support you guys want to yes. send our way. We're on Venmo at uh, LGBT Chat. It costs money to produce. It costs money to um, host our, our podcast online monthly. And that's about it for the for the handout part of a podcast. How are you, Angel? I'm doing so well. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm a little tired, but I'm okay. Um, I have been experiencing a lot of anxiety the last month. Oh, it oh, comes geez. on and off, Start. but I haven't been able to shake it off. And it feels like I have a spirit inside me that wants to come out. <laughs> like I jittery. I am jittery all the time. My heart's like pumping. My brain is like going a thousand miles a minute. Um, at night, I can't reconcile my sleep. Stop it. Are you ever able to pinpoint what it could be, like what it's from? I don't know. I think I'm just anxious about our move. And I think I'm a little like anxious with like how I'm leaving work. But none of those things cause me any stress or anxiety. Like me thinking about it or talking to you about it doesn't cause me any anxiety. Or it doesn't make me it doesn't make me feel overwhelmed. Um, have you ever dealt with anxiety or like like severe? Like, I get stress? like not. I wouldn't say severe, but I get like bad anxiety where I'll like not like I won't eat. I will lose my appetite. Things like that. You're stressed over like. Is it like stress? Maybe be little things like or the biting of the nails. Oh, that's always it for me. The biting. Of you the know nails. what I do? I bite my um. I buy my, my lips on the inside, like I chew on them. And I don't realize that I'm doing it until I'm bleeding. Stop it. You don't realize? Yeah, like what I'm doing right now, I'll be like this. Actually, I can show you. And as you see a red spot right there. Get out of here. I do that so much. 
That is so crazy. But you know what? I think it's that uh, it's so so mental that we just don't even like. I'll bite my nails down to nubs and won't even realize until like it starts like hurting or it'll start bleeding. Yeah. And yeah. then I'm like, okay, wait, I need to calm down. And then I'll gain control of it. But other than that, I'm like away with the whole like. And I don't really know. For me, it's like I guess it's not stupid stuff because anxiety is a serious thing. But I get anxious over crazy things. Like you could tell me something that's crazy that you would think I would get anxious over. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's like, oh, your certification didn't make it to the office. And we're like, oh, my God, wait, I'm getting anxious. And it's like, really? You could just redo it. So when you when you pinpoint, like you asked me, when you pinpoint what might be causing it, does that help you? Um, I wouldn't say that it helps. It I guess for me, it's like more of like, okay, what is it that's causing it? And then to kind of talk myself through it. I don't know if anyone else is able to do that, but I am able to like, all right, what's the solution? What can we do to overcome? Like, I always like to think ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think discovering what causes the anxiety and then moving forward. Okay. What can I do next? Always seems to help me. So this is episode number 56. And I apologize that we weren't, we aren't better prepared um, we just like decided on the su- on the subject right now, and uh, and it's because it's just something what's ha- that's happening to us right at this moment. Um, and I think a lot of us are feeling that way with COVID. We have like a lot of, especially now that things are coming a little bit back to normal. To some people, that might be a, a stress factor because you're you're doing things knowing that you're you might be exposing yourself or you might be exposing other people near you. Um, that are more at risk than you are and you're forced to go out there, um, right? So, like, I feel like that might be a stress factor or a stress trigger for a lot of people, um, especially here in New York, right? Because we're so, like, condensed and, like, um, I guess, like, surrounded by so many people at once and so many places yeah. and so many different environments. So, I don't know. I feel like it's tough on us New Yorkers. I'm sure it's crazy in other places as well. I'm just relating to what's happening with us. I see a lot of my friends going out on vacation and like traveling and like going to casinos. And part of me wants to judge. And part of me is just like, heck yeah, go do your thing. Like we need to get out and breathe. I know. So it's a lot yes, of mixed feelings. I've been feeling that way also. Yes. It's like um, the bonus still around. Like this isn't fully gone yet. But these people are just living their lives, like, lavishly. I know. I'm so jealous. Um, I, I'm not a jealous person. I don't mean I'm jealous, like, I'm hating on you. I mean, like, I want to join you, boo-boo. <laughs> but, I want to join you, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, do I don't know. Because you took me somewhere when you mentioned the whole, in being in New York and it being crowded. Do you ever take on someone else's? Like, in just in passing, ever take on someone else's, like, feelings, like you're sitting on the train, for example, and um, you're, like, see somebody else going through something just in their facial expression, and you're kind of, like, feel for them? Yeah, and you're like, I wonder what this person's going through. I wonder what that person's yes, going through. Yes, um, And then I, I, I do, I find my, I used to find myself doing that a lot, like, overanalyzing other people. Like, what's this girl's, what does, what's this person's story, you know, like? They look all put together, but their facial expression says something else. Yes. And then off, I remember I was on a train one time, either a train or a bus, 
whatever the case was, the lady across from me was like crying, but it was like a cry where it was like, I don't want people to know I'm crying, which is obvious, but it was like down and she just looked so down. And I was just like, oh, I wish I like, could give her a hug, great. right? Yes. And then it's like, if I gave her a hug right now, it would look crazy because it's like, I don't know you, sir. Like six but feet, just, coronavirus. Right. But for me, it's just like, ah, <laughs> oh, like I just wish I can take on a little bit of what you're taking on just to like, alleviate your pain just because i hate to see people down and out oh angel that's the sweetest thing i've heard all day (laughs) it's so selfish i feel like parents do that a lot right like they they take in but another way that i feel that you can um you can help somebody is by listening to them so I think like if you if you know or if you hear like friends reaching out on Facebook and I don't mean reaching out like, oh, hey, you know, like direct messaging you. I mean, like you right. can tell when somebody's going through something. Sometimes they throw hints here and yes. there. They just and, need like someone to talk to or someone to vent. Yeah. And I feel like if you can reach out to people that, like that you see that might, you know, like a quick hey, shout out like hug you know whatever and a a lot of times I feel like people say oh I'm here if you ever need to talk but then like you call them or you text them and then like they won't be around and they are nowhere in sight and I hate that I hate that and I hate being that person also like that friend that's like oh call me when you need me up but not on this day because that's the day that I have this and not on that day because that's the day that it's like don't do that yeah, well, but I think I mean, it's also yes. normal that we're busy. You know, sometimes things happen. Right. I was going to say, yes, people have, like, lives and they have their own stuff that they're doing. But at the same time, it's like, that could be that one time that you did not pick up this person's call or answer this person. And then just the the the, the bad happens. Like, whatever they were going through just gets the best of them. And it just becomes a complete and utter mess. And then you start taking that on as well, because it's like I was the the la- I was the call that that last per- that that person made. I was the last call that that person made, and now I feel ridiculous because I didn't answer. I didn't make the time. I hear you. Um, so sorry. I'm just uh, scheduling somebody uh, at this time. Okay. So um, I, I I also feel like we need to be respectful of like people's times also. Right. Like not just assume that it's like, oh, they don't want to be bothered because our I feel like mm-hmm. our brain goes to like the worst place when we're like trying yes. to read into something. Right. Yes. Like, oh, she thinks she's better than this, that and the other. And I'm like, no, like maybe she's just like a little busy she, or maybe she's working she or maybe she's taking toilet. care for five children or, or she's finally taking that poop break, you know, <laughs> like things happen like our brains like everything's not black and white you know um let's just think outside the box when we're making it where we're thinking the worst from people yes Um, yes but you know a lot of things could be going on i can absolutely attest to that what you just said about the um people just their minds going to a whole Mm -hmm. other place because it's normal yes i had somebody call me and the voicemail was just atrocious and i was like first of all honey i was in class and it was like the whole everything changed because it was like, oh, I didn't know that. And it's like, well, after the voicemail that I heard, I assume you didn't know that because mm. it was just like, oh, well, if you don't have the time, just say that. It was just the whole spiel. And I'm like, first of all, honey, and I had to call her back and I did the whole, hi, how are you? And then we took it from there because we're going to, I'm going to meet you where you're at and then we're going to get back to where we were. Right. Because... Yeah, I think people overanalyze a lot. 
Um, I think that's like normal of some people, but I, I, you know, we should do our best to be open-minded and not just assume the worst. Right. Uh, Sometimes it might be the worst, but if you respond with kindness or with letting the other person, you know, know that you didn't, your brain didn't go there, it might like, it might um, offset a positive reaction from that person. You know, like if initially like that person was just ghosting you or that person was just ignoring you and you respond to them with kindness, um, you might like, they might see something in themselves, you know, like, like, Oh my God, I should have, I should have said this. or I should have said this. I should have reached out. I absolutely agree. And um, that's. No, I said, I don't know. (laughs) Oh, um, I absolutely agree. And that's one thing that I really do pride myself on is like, Someone could take me, well, not someone could take me, because I don't really, I try my hardest not to let people take me anywhere other than (laughs) who I am. But just being that positive light, like if somebody is really like ripping me apart in their way, even if what they're saying is offensive, I always try to come back like, well, now I'm going to make you feel stupid because I'm so kind and I'm so sweet. Yeah. So now you're going to, you're going to feel nothing but like, oh my God, I shouldn't have said that. Like, oh my mm-hmm. God, he's the sweetest person. He could have ripped me apart too, but he didn't. Yeah. Sometimes that's something that I like silence is, it's a really good, um, yeah. punishment. I don't know. Punishment yeah. is what I'm looking yeah. for. Yeah. Along the line. Yeah. <laughs> um, kindness always helps, right? Um, even when somebody's being mean to you, um, Absolutely. Which is, I guess, what we were just saying initially. Talk to and me you also about... don't want them to see you... Oh, I'm sorry. You also don't want the other person... Last thing. To see you sweat about anything. Uh, that just, mm-hmm. just, that's just me. Like, I don't do the whole... Um, like, make them feel like they got one over me. I No. Right. You're not going to get that out of me. Right. I see that. I can see how that might be a thing. Um, talk to me about work right now. Are you in school physically? So I am in work physically and I am in school, like my college work remotely, okay. which is kind of like a good balance because I needed to get out of this house. <laughs> so I go, I go to work and I do my whatever, eight to two thirty, and then I come home and then I'm remote for school, which is also works for me because I used to travel to school. So that works. But to bring us back to the topic of what this is all about, the anxiety <laughs> is on a whole nother level because now... I was doing remote school, just remote school, and I was able to maintain it. Now that I have to actually leave the house, go to work, come back, I'm taking off, taking work home from my actual work, having to do that, and then coming on here, opening up my laptop, doing my college work. It's just been a mess, but it's been a structured mess. That makes Mm -hmm. sense. I've been on top of it, but in my head, it's all over. But like physically here, I like, I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that's all I can say about that. I think it's important to be present. What you just said, like I need, I am where I'm needed um, at yeah. the moment, you know. And I think that's so like um, centered of you. I guess um, it's hard to do that sometimes. Like at work, I had six people that I had to help out of nowhere, um, but weren't scheduled to be in, and it just threw me off guard. But I was able to among my amongst my anxiety I was able to maintain myself and and be present with those people which I think kind of helped me kind of just like stop thinking about my I guess my mental health issues at the moment um 
And, and so that helped be keeping busy. But then I also felt drained because they required so much attention. I deal with a lot of people that are um, uneducated and a lot of people that don't sometimes don't know how to read or write. Um, And when you're dealing with somebody that has to fill like a 70 page book application and you have to describe how, well, you deal with children who I guess are semi uneducated, right? Um, Because they don't, they haven't been, you know, around long enough. Right, right. When you're dealing with adults, I don't, I mean, I guess I've, I found a way to be patient, um, but it can be a little frustrating when you're dealing with your own things in your head and you're trying to be sensitive to them because I in no way would make anybody feel bad for not knowing how to read or write. Um, But when you're dealing with like your own issues and you're tired and you're frustrated and you, you haven't been able to have coffee because your heart's racing all the time, um, it's hard. To maintain a, a sane level, a sane right. level of patience. Right. Um, like I found myself having to describe the letter P to somebody. Um, not today. Describe the letter P? I was like, so it's like the stick with the little bubble on the top. <laughs> you laugh, but it's true. And, oh and then like, and then you, I, you have to do it in a way that obviously you're sensitive to them. Um, and I don't make fun of them. I'm just telling you because it's, right, you know, you've got just, 70 pages like, worth of application to fill out. And, and here the, we are describing uh, what a P looks So, <laughs> so like the people that don't know how to spell their names is what I'm dealing with, right? They don't know how to properly spell their names. Um, so yeah, today was fun. <laughs> I know. And it's not, I don't mean to laugh at the whole fact yeah, yeah, that you know, I know. you're dealing with people who aren't. However, it's just just the to hear scenario. Like, in a nutshell. Well, in my day, I had to describe what a P was, and it's like to an adult, how, like yes! to a functioning adult, right? Right, and it's just it's just a little chuckle. Yeah. So let me ask you some rapid fire questions before we go. Oh. Um. Do you believe in aliens, UFOs? You know what? These days, these days, I'm starting to believe anything. everything is possible. Everything is possible. <laughs> Nothing is off the table. <laughs> um i don't know i feel like the the universe is so immense and there's so much out there that we don't know that there's no way that we're the only creatures here i know Um, i know i feel the same way these days which of your creative projects makes you most proud um my creative projects well i mean when you make it sound official like that do i even (laughs) have a creative project i'm sure you do even what you do at work you have a lot of projects going on around you what are you most proud of Maybe um, at the after school program that I'm within, I've been upholding, oh, sorry, I've been upholding this um, leadership program. And I work with middle school students and we do a lot of leadership building activities and different things like that. That's that so cool. I'm pretty proud of. Yes. That's so cool. I think I'm proud of my, like, it's my, my ADD, my ADHD, I guess, rather. I, um, I start doing so many little projects that like I, I get burned out. Like I do earrings and jewelry and keychains. <laughs> Let me show you this guy. I made this ninja. He's a keychain, but he's a little ninja. Look at his eyes. That, that is so cute. He's like a you know mummy. That, that gives me voodoo doll. Um, Feels right. So it's like a yes. voodoo doll um, keychain. 
I love that. And he looks like a little ninja. Anyway, um, yeah, so I do earrings and that, and I do soaps and body scrubs and this, that, and the other, and some candles and lipsticks yes. and chapsticks. So I don't know which one I'm most proud of. <laughs> <laughs> um, what one question would you like to ask one of your ancestors? And what would you ask? Which person? Oh, which ancestor? Yeah, and what would you ask them? Um, I'd I don't start even with, know. You I'd start, start so. with my, my great-grandmother from my maternal side um, because they're from Spain and they saw a lot of history in the Dominican Republic with like um, when they had a communist leader back then, um, pre-World like War II, where they had... Um, they had a lot of refugees from different parts of the world, like um, Japan, um, not Japan, China, I think. And um, they had refugees from even the Holocaust. Um, so there's a little pop, pop, you know, community of um, like a Jewish community down there and an Asian community down there, which is very interesting. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I think I'd ask her what her life was like in that era. You just hit it on the nail for me because you just struck something to me. I would want to reach out to my great-grandmother to hear about how it was for her because she was also, I, I would assume, in like those concentration camps when those were a thing. Yeah. And just the history. Like I feel like I could gain a lot just out of knowing what she had to go through and was she, you know, where we are was now. Was she a survivor of the Holocaust? I... I don't even know. I would have to fact check it. Okay. So what global problem do you care about most? Um, which ones do you care about the most? <laughs> I think I'm most, um, I care most about like our like military um, and like our weapons of mass destructions um, because I feel like a lot of countries aren't honest with what nuclear weapons they have or they might not have um which is, is causing which is a, a reason why a reason of um a lot i guess a lot of countries are up in you know cahoots of like i don't know what do you have what do you not have oh you might have right. this because you've been buying this ingredient to do that to that and the other i don't know right. i guess that's my uneducated um uh, guess but i guess that that worries uh, me a bit. Yeah, no, I definitely get that. Would global warming count as what you're asking here? I would say global warming because I feel like they've been beating this one in the ass for the longest and it's still not adhered to. And mm -hmm. I'm like, guys, throw away your garbage. Recycle. Yeah. I mean, can, of, can, we, can we figure it out? I feel like we produce so much garbage. Like Jen says it's because we have a little garbage can. But I feel that like we just like <laughs> use we just use a lot of stuff that we don't we shouldn't you know I just, I don't know I just feel like we we have a lot of garbage like we create a lot of garbage and things I don't know I feel like I would lead a simpler life if I could like composting yes. or um, recycling a lot of like things that I buy or maybe not buy things that come in like non biodegradable like jars or containers and things like that um, I don't know uh, and lastly Angel. What do you think about yes. getting older? How do you feel about getting older? I mean, at this point in time, let it come. 
just you'll embrace it yes i just embrace it i feel like like time slipping away all the time like there's not enough hours in my day like i haven't accomplished everything that i wanted to to accomplish at this time in my life to feel like oh well yeah when you look at it like that (laughs) don't leave what do you mean it's another year retirement i'm looking at it as retirement sitting down all day yeah and living in a nice house (laughs) yeah it's nice um, if I had to give advice to, no, not that anyone's asked, to us, young, you guys, you youngsters out there, um, save your money, okay? It's oh, not yes. just about partying and the new sneakers and the new clothes. Save some money. Do have fun. Go out and do what you want to do and what makes you happy, but do it wisely. And right. also see if you can save money in the process because I think you can do both. You can do everything that makes you happy and you don't have to go crazy spending money um even traveling right um and then also like get like i don't feel like you need um an education to succeed but i do feel that it it helps you know it helps you along the way a lot more um so yeah schooling saving money and having a great time that's my set of advice nobody asked me but i'm giving it anyway (laughs) um guys it's been amazing we were supposed to have a guest tonight um she's stuck in traffic so we will have her on next time hopefully this sometime this week if we're around um if not we're always here we love you guys so much thank you so much for tuning in every week all 165 of you yay (laughs) Thank you for tuning in. Um, Angel, any last words before we go? We, before our quote That is all just um, love each other. And be kind, right? So our rule, we've read this one before, um, but it's here. And so we have to read it. It's rule number 170 by Brendan Gill. He's a writer. And he says, the first rule of life is to have a good time. The second rule of life is to hurt as few people as possible. There is no third rule. So keep that on repeat. Have a good time. I like that so much. Hurt as many, as less, as many, as as few people as possible. As few people as possible. Because we might unintentionally hurt people, right? I love that quote. Angel, till next time, my friend. Yes. Peace and love. Peace out, everybody. Happy trails. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the LGBT chat. Don't forget to subscribe. And remember, the grass is always greener where you water it. Till next time. One hundred fifty years of Children's National Hospital. One hundred fifty years of groundbreaking research, of exceptional healthcare for kids, of helping families like mine and yours 150 years stronger with your help please give today visit childrensnational.org 150 years that's childrensnational.org 150 years unless you've been living under a rock you've probably been hearing a lot about the stock market lately millions of people are beginning to invest for the first time ever and we're realizing that the financial system should be built to work for us 
That's why Robinhood is creating real human education resources, truly digestible financial news, and a platform that lets you invest in your own way, on your own terms. The next generation of investors is already here, and it includes you. Robinhood. Investing is risky. Robinhood Financial, LLC.